Hey, thanks but for hey. joining us. Hey, thanks for having me, man. Go ahead, man. I didn't mean to cut you off. No worries. I was just about to um, welcome our guest. Would you please introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm a Jason Asbury from the band Storm Ruler. Very nice to have you, Jason. Bass on record. What? I do guitar, vocals, bass on the record. <laughs> and you also make girls jealous with those braids. Like, where, where does one get? Just cut it, like, half of it off. <laughs> really? Yeah, this shit used to be down to, like, it was past my waist for a long time. Wow. Asshole. <laughs> Our strings when we would play so i cut it right above my guitar so now it just sits above my guitar instead of on my guitar <laughs> that's funny oh my god <laughs> the struggle it's real <laughs> it where are you guys located uh, we're out of st louis missouri okay bunch of midwest boys midwest boys doing some really good black metal or extreme metal for sure appreciate it I've been uh, listening to Upon Our Frozen or Upon Frozen Shores for a couple days now, prepping for this thing. And boy, that thing mm -hmm. blows me away. Yeah, hell yeah, man. I love that track. What's been the response to it so far? Uh, it's been overwhelmingly uh, positive. Uh, we went through Black Metal Promotions again for this premiere. We did it for, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the original premiere for the first record, uh, uh, Under the Burning Eclipse. Originally, we put that uh, album out ourselves and had a premiere through Black Metal Promotions, and that's actually how we got picked up by Napalm. And then Napalm re-released it themselves. But this one, uh, we talked to them and kind of like wanted to coordinate it again to release it on Black Metal Promotion again because that's a bigger YouTube channel. A lot of people discover Black Metal Records through there. so And we thought it'd be cool to do another premiere with them. But everybody's been liking it so far, I think. That's sweet. <clears throat> Yeah, it's a kick-ass track for sure. Yeah, I've also been listening to it. So how how's the Midwest and black metal? How's that marriage? Like, <laughs> does it work? Is it full of conflict? Tell it's us actually, more. Uh, hey, listen, right now, uh, <clears throat> over the past probably four or five years, has had like this big resurgence of like heavy music or extreme or dark music. Like, uh, obviously, we're from here, but then uh, <laughs> we call it Little Sweden because there's like four or five of us in bands here, but like we all just share members. So nice. It's, there's like there's Storm Ruler and then uh, basically the entire live uh, lineup of Storm Ruler also plays in Bastard, which is my other band. It's kind of like a black thrash thing. And then we also play in a band called Harkonnen, which is kind of like a death metal gig. And then there's another black metal band out of uh, St. Louis that just started called Dyrus. They're kind of in that emperor uh extreme black metal vein as well and so there's a lot of stuff going on here what That's do you think what do you think the reason for it is coming out of that that section of the country there's not much else to do <laughs> i mean we have you know we have our, our forests and stuff and our woods and things and trails that we can go hike on and whatnot but as far as that if you're not going to a bar there's not much else to do so hang out with the boys have a drink or something and write some music fair enough yeah. so did i read how correctly are the bars? oh yeah go ahead sorry how are the bars is there any like actually describe to, uh, average friday night at a midwestern bar uh, never been so in the city uh we actually have a lot of really good bars uh i used to my first job when i worked up uh, when i moved to st louis was uh 
at a place called the Pinup Bowl, which is like this uh, cocktail lounge, but it's also a bowling, like a punk rock bowling alley. So it's just like punk rock and cocktails and bowling all the time. Wow. But the, <laughs> other there's a there's a doom band out of St. Louis called Fister, and they're like uh, in the vein of like primitive man kind of stuff. And um, uh, the bass player Kenny, he owns a bar here called uh, the Crow's Nest. And on the weekends, they do metal brunch on Saturday and Sunday. Nice. So it's just like death, black metal playlists and like cuisine fucking breakfast. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. That is, that's my jam right there. Ooh, who does black metal? God damn it. Count me in. <laughs> that's good shit. <laughs> yeah, because like for a moment there, I was like, what did they do with the eggs to make it metal? <laughs> like, <laughs> but it was just a playlist. Uh, yeah. Nice. How they actually um, ate my chicken kill it on the spot. Yes, that would be really black <laughs> exactly metal, right? right? Slaughtering the chicken at the brunch table. There you go. You know, <laughs> a little bit of chicken blood on it. You just like squeeze the chicken to get the freshest egg possible. <laughs> <laughs> so what I was going to say is <laughs> Under a Burning Eclipse <laughs> has 20 tracks on it. How in the world? So Under the Burning Eclipse had 19. Stepford Wrights has 20. 20. How does even 19? How does that even come about? That's a lot to write for a record, right? <laughs> it is, but like um half of those are really only like interludes and intros. So like uh the way Jesse and I originally did it was uh we're both like big Pink Floyd fans and we're both uh like big Allegiance fans and bands that just have like seamless records that you listen to it front to back and it just flows really well. And we kind of wanted to capture that as well. And uh, so after we wrote all the songs, we're like, well, we kind of want to do interludes for this and find a way to make the, the album flow really well. I'm like, well, let's, let's write some, some intros and interludes. So we did that. And, uh, you know, sometimes you listen to a song that has a two-minute intro, you want to skip it. So we're like, fuck it, let's make the intros their own tracks. That way, if somebody wants to listen to the intro or the interlude with the, the track, they can. And if they want to skip it, they can just go straight to the track. And uh, the interludes were musical enough. We're like, we'll just give them names and make them part of the album as well. So Nice. You said something interesting there that uh, we talk about a lot on the show. The sequencing, right? The whole album as an album. Yeah. There's an art of sequencing and a way that you guys put it together so you have ebbs and flows. And I think that's missing in a lot of today's music, right? With the downloads of one song or one track. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, like I said, we're both huge Floyd fans and they're the kings of composition when it comes to just having seamless records. I think that's a really big, big deal. So it's a big deal to us, at least. Interesting. Rena? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that is a thing that we talk about a lot on this show. So was it like, first of all, I think that's sort of genius, that idea of like, all right, you get to, you know, pick and choose whether you want to listen to the intro or not. But you said that then you just had to like come up with names. Did it like at that point become sort of like plastered on that we need to like, it wasn't something that we built as a cohesive story and make it like a whole bigger than its numbers. But now we're just like, okay, this is what we're going to do. And now we got to name these things uh, i had a uh, like <laughs> jesse and i we have no shortage of song titles like we don't even have songs we just have titles for songs. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's fun just sitting there like we'll have the the, uh, the the song 
and then after it's written and I write the lyrics for it, like, all right, what's this song about? Because he's the one who does most of the interludes. And what, what we'll do, sorry, it's brain. It's probably noisy as shit. Uh, Can't hear you. Oh, good. So what we do is like, uh, I'll, I'll, we'll write the song, I'll write the lyrics. And then when it comes time to do the interlude, he'll kind of have an idea in his head. But then I'll be like, all right, so here's what this song's about. Here's like some things that you could incorporate into the interlude to kind of make it relate to the song. He's like, okay, I'll figure it out. Then he gives it, or he does, you know, writes the whole thing and then he gives it to me and I'm like, what is this title? What should it be? <laughs> so uh, we, we make it relatable, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, sounds, sounds good. Are you writing your records with like a sort of theme or something you want your fans to take away from after listening to a Storm Ruler record or after listening to Sacred Rites and Black Magic, for instance? Overall, like there's not an, like a conceptual theme over, over the entire record. It's not a concept record, but you can listen to it sort of in a way that you would listen to a concept record. Like Rush's 2112, for instance, you know, the whole thing has a concept and like musically it all kind of flows together in a, has an underlying theme like tonality wise, but lyrically it doesn't. Uh, we, we've like tossed around the idea of doing a concept record. We, that may happen in the future and just like doing our own lore, but uh, we have different, we have songs about all kinds of shit as far as like, we're both big Dark Souls and Bloodborne fans. So we'll have a couple songs about that or like some books we're reading. Like on this record, there's a, there's a song about a book a series called the Stormlight, uh, Stormlight Archives that we wrote about and a couple of historical songs. So it kind of jumps around. Gotcha. What is up, Delicious Faithful? Bruce Moore here to tell you about Adventure Drift Gummies. I know we're all headbangers, but we can't be 24-7 headbangers, and we do need to get a good night's sleep. That's why I'm here to tell you about Drift Gummies, because who doesn't love a night of restful sleep? Adventure is a brand new hemp company bringing all-natural, high-quality, and effective hemp products to the market. They are your trusted hemp experts, whether you're trying it out for the first time or are an experienced user. Adventure is family-owned, grown, and crafted in Kansas. Drift gummies made for your bedtime routine are crafted with high-quality, popular hemp compounds like CBD and CBN, blended with natural, trusted ingredients like valerian root and lemon balm. Drift is flying off the shelves nationwide, and we don't want you to miss out. Take 15% off your purchase with the code WELCOME15. That's WELCOME15 at checkout by visiting www.adventru.com and tell them we sent you. Rita? I had something and then my mind went, Bleh. Oh, no <laughs> worries at all. <laughs> no, it was, it was good. No, yes, 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 yes. Since you guys uh, write about... Um, Black magic and, and stuff like that. Is that something that's incorporated in your shows? Like, is, is that a thing that you do weird fucking rights when you play? Not really, just because we don't have the budget for a big production right now. <laughs> Maybe uh, eventually we I would like to have a big, you know, full-blown production of a show would be rad. But right now it's just Dude, leather. How much can one steel. chicken cost? Now, come on. <laughs> <laughs> How much does it cost to do magic? I think you just, the cost of the book itself. Right. <laughs> and then right. the right. time to learn all the spells. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. Are you well, guys is it something that you do in your free time then? Or is it just like, this shit is cool. We're going to sing about it. Uh, we'll just sing about it. Like, it's a fun topic. And actually, Sacred Rites <laughs> and Black Magic, uh, that uh, song in particular is actually from a game series called The Elder Scrolls. 
girls. So we could be ah. like, I took, I took some uh, inspiration from that. Interesting. Gotcha. Gotcha. Are you guys planning on taking this out on the road? Oh yeah. Uh, we're supposed to actually be on a big tour in November, but uh, one of the bands that were from Sweden, uh, one of the guys was having troubles with a visa, so it got postponed. So we might go out for a couple weeks in January. Uh, we are going down to Puerto Rico for a show in December, but and after that, we're we're just waiting for Cannibal Corpse and Dark Funeral in Europe, which is uh, March and April. Oh, that'll be a great gig. Yeah, that's gonna be a fun tour. I think it's forty-four days. We're going over there in a like forty shows, fifteen countries. It's gonna be fucking cool. Have you been to Europe yet? Nope. This is gonna be our first time, and what a way to pop that, Jerry. <laughs> oh yeah. What a what a lineup that is. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be fun. Yeah. I'm here in Finland. Let me know if you drop by. I'll All right. Say hi. Uh, I, so I thought we were going to Finland. I thought I'd seen a, a, a Finnish date, but we're actually going to Poland. We're going to, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I wish Land we were going of the to- free press versus uh, totalitarian, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> I love Finland, though. Finnish has some of the best black metal. I'm a huge Moonstar and Havu Kruno fan, so. What was the second one? Havu Kruno. Oh, how Krono. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, we, yeah. we do have some really, really kick-ass bands. Yeah. Oh, Monster is fantastic. No, no doubt. I mean, that's another thing we talk about here, right? Most of the, or Finland has an exorbitant amount of metal bands that come out of it, as opposed to, you know, the rest of the world being, and it's so tiny. For real. Between Sweden and uh, Finland, I, those are the two countries that have the best black metal, in my opinion. Yeah. And then Poland shortly after. The Norwegians are probably really notice, like right? Norway doesn't even make the top three. Then Norway has some really good. Sh- I mean, obviously you have like classics like Emperor and like Shooter. Like I'm wearing a Shooter hoodie, but uh, nah, they go back and forth. <laughs> Big <game. laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not not saying you're wrong. Just you know, making it clear for the listeners. Um, so. like the Scandinavian countries, Sweden is superior in the black metal realm. Sweden seems to be like unfairly superior in music altogether, you know? Yeah. Like the, I don't whatever genre water. you pick. Yeah, I don't know if it's like something in the water or what, but they write some good shit. Yeah, like you know, it doesn't matter what genre you pick, like you can just gaze over to Sweden and they will have some amazing band <laughs> doing indie pop <laughs> or like, you know, folk. <laughs> whatever oh. <laughs> it's still where are you from sweden you know it's unfair i don't know what it is because they're not that much bigger than we are and we only have the middle the rest of the shit just sucks cornered <laughs> yeah you have that market cornered all absolutely i think we talked about it before it's the coldness and the darkness right which is kind of similar to where you guys are right it's fucking cold in missouri it gets cold as shit it also gets hot and muggy as fuck we, we have a both. We have like 120 degree days and then we have like humid, freezing winters. That's just ice and like a little bit of snow. So. Oh. Yeah. Welcome to Helsinki. This is exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But I was thinking like geography, definitely my worst suit right after math. But yeah. um, I'm, I'm thinking I'm, I have this crazy idea in my head that we might be in the same sort of what's the word for the, 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 like the climate zone that goes around, like, you know, that we, we align right. that it, it's not that far off, you know, weather wise and so on. And I can't believe like we've now like 
become a podcast that talks about the weather, but <laughs> uh-huh. but at least it's international weather, which makes it, you know, kind yeah, that much better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what's next for you guys besides the Puerto Rico? What are you doing between now and then? Uh, we have the month off, uh, November. Uh, I'm playing a couple shows with my other bands. Uh, uh, Jesse's other band Oracle is up like a power metal band. Uh, they're finishing up recording an EP and getting that done. Uh, I'm doing a bunch of hunting in November. That's hunting season. So I'm taking time off to do that. And then uh, after that, it's just uh, Puerto Rico. After that, probably going to do a little bit of writing. We actually already started demoing some stuff for the third. Right. That's not going to be released for another probably two years. And then... Uh, I don't know, a lot of writing, focusing on other projects and shit in line to uh, go to Europe. Yeah, I imagine that's going to be pretty interesting. And yeah. So, Rena, if you don't have anything else, or let me ask you, do you have anything else before we jump into the uh, this newer segment here? No, let's do the new segment. I'm super stoked. You're, not, you're, you're like our guinea pig now. Yeah, Jason. and you're like, not driving, are you? Never happened before. No. And- <laughs> On my way to a job site, I'm a carpenter, so I was like, I, I need to do this interview, so I'm gonna pull off and I'll fucking talk okay, to these good. Guys. <laughs> so, well, you you've got a few minutes of absolute insanity hitting your way before like laying yeah. down some carpet. Oh shit! All right, if you like it, it was my idea. If you don't, it was Rena's idea, right? So all <laughs> right, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna share a picture with you here. All I want you to do is tell me what's happening in the picture, and what the next thing is going to happen in the picture. That's it. Two uh, quick questions. I just got to figure out how to share my screen. So hold on. I'm ready. We're going to do this. And this. Bruce is super tech savvy. Yeah. Do you have that? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Tell me yes. what is happening in that picture. And what happens next? <laughs> Looks like a clown in hell thinking about TV, but he's also got a TV and uh, some cave paintings going on. Uh, What's going to happen? I might be clown in hell. <laughs> I, I don't know about TV, but also has a TV. <laughs> he's thinking about TV. He's got a TV, but the TV's not working. He wishes the TV was working. Looks like there's a matic over there on the left. Uh, it, it is haunted. He's got a, he's got a TV on his mind. Uh, his TV isn't working, but it all looks like he's got a, a, a schematic over there, kind of. Mm-hmm. It so happens to be in a cave in hell, but I think he's going to end up fixing that TV. He's going to try to read that schematic. <laughs> I didn't see any of that, so that's pretty great. <laughs> can I still can I still get your take on on the cave paintings, which are less than usual? So he is me, a uh, he is a primitive man. It looks like he painted a comb. Uh, <laughs> uh, a very big comb, uh, uh, relatively compared to the person standing next to it, and then uh, he also might be a very fuzzy person. hair. So it makes sense there would be a comb. <laughs> and he, uh, he was doing finger painting and accidentally leaned up against the wall. That's why there's a hand over there on the other side. True, <laughs> true. What are we calling that little thing in the back there? Is that like some sperm with antennas? Uh, some alienated sperm. Yes. <laughs> I love the alienated is like something that you shot a beam at it and it became alienish. Yeah. You know? 
<laughs> not as in like we are now estranged. Yeah, like he seems like a troubled man, but uh, <laughs> fair enough. This but yeah, is so interesting because for me, that's a woman. Like, is this a thing? Like, you know, why do you see a clown and I just see a redheaded woman? But what are you seeing in that thing above his head? Because to me, I think it's a TV. Or no, a really? All right, I'm going to tell you what I see, and I'm probably it looks like a dude eating a road for some reason. The the thing. No, above you're his thinking head. that the thing above his head looks like a TV or a dude eating a road. Yeah. I see like either a volcano or maybe even a chef with a chef's hat. I, I kind of see the chef hat. Maybe he's I, not I thinking at all. Volcano. Maybe that's not a maybe that's not a thought bubble. Maybe that's just a, a floating image of, of yes. a picture he likes. Amazing. <laughs> the wonders our subconscious is cold. Uh, the man has no or the man or woman has no thoughts. <laughs> he only has a very big comb. <laughs> a, a very big comb, some alien sperm and a skin to fix TV. <laughs> nice. Well, thank I love you. how he's like able to only draw a very, very big comb, but then somehow is able to decipher that very alien y schematic that is down <laughs> on the, my left or his right. He's doing what he can <laughs> with what he's got. Yeah. Maybe that's why he looks a little bit like overwhelmed. You know, he does. He looks a little bit fluttered. Right, yeah. He also, he also looks a little pale. He's been in that cave a while. <laughs> true, true. Nice. You don't get to see the sun when you're in hell. You know, no. that's one of the At least not that <laughs> that's part, one but. of the downsides. <laughs> well, cool, my friend. I appreciate you taking the time to play along. We're trying some different with some shorts that usually do really well. I appreciate it. It was fun. So uh, before we go, do you have anything else? Did we miss anything you want to cover? I think that was it. Uh, if anyone's going to listen to this in Europe, come out. Tickets are on sale now, so go pick up the record. You can buy that from stormroller.net slash merch. Awesome. Uh, that is Amazing. All, Thank you, my friend. Hope that wasn't too bad. Uh, that was awesome, man. I appreciate it. Well, hopefully we do it again. Absolutely. Yeah. Well. I'll catch you when you actually head to Finland, not Poland. Next time. <laughs> or maybe <laughs> I'll just time, try to like, bug them and send us to Finland because I wanted to go to Finland. Yeah. So. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Have a good day carpenting. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. We'll see Later, you guys. Take care. Cheers. All right. Bye. Later. Bye. The number you have reached is 100.7 WMMS. It wasn't just a radio station. It was a lifestyle. Cleveland is, is a rock and roll city for sure. I do like Get down! The wrath of the buzzer. WMMS. Cleveland. The rise and fall of one of the most iconic radio stations in America. Profiles, The Wrath of the Buzzard, P-R-O-H Files. Subscribe now wherever you get podcasts.